Wake up, coffee, poop. It's a winning combo. It's how I've started every morning since 2002. If I didn't have this routine, I doubt I'd have been as successful as I've been. You know what they say, behind every million dollars is a strong poop. I was in a third world country six weeks ago. I wasn't there to help. I was there to scout land for development and create an extradition strategy for the locals. Day one began how every day has begun since 2002. Wake up, coffee, poop. The deadly combination. But this day was different. This was a day that everything changed for me. As I squatted with perfect form over the unplumbed toilet in 120 degree heat, I began to wrap up my morning routine. Time to clean up. My perfectly toned ass was no match for the rough, thin, difficult to rip, single-ply toilet paper that these natives were using. I asked the chief, hey chief, you guys walking around with poopy stains and blood all over the bottom of your pants? It's no wonder there's no billionaires here. Chief replied, goonie goo goo. My life mission changed. I stopped scouting for development land and I told the natives they could continue living on their ancestral land for now because I had a problem to solve. It's my belief that everyone should be afforded the same opportunities and it is impossible to do that when your morning routine involves pain, blood, and almost always an unfinished wipe. And now, my belief will become a reality as I'm donating the rest of my life towards closing the wiping gap by providing high quality toilet paper to our poorest people. I believe in my heart that the introduction of two-ply will solve most of the economic and political problems that have plagued the third world for years, as well as the poorest parts of rich countries. I have started the process by donating $6 billion of my own money. If you want to donate, please visit twoplyforeveryone.com. I will not live in a world in which the poorest do not have the delight of a great mooning poop. God bless. Zima, who got the keys to my motherfucking beamer? Bitch, I ain't no in a, Yeah, I want a Rari, I'm feeling godly. Wonder how much that gon' cost me, they feeling saucy. Niggas know that I'm a problem, don't never solve me. If you came and start some drama, then bring an army. I've been going fucking fast and it got me swerving. I know that I'm a child of God, but they want me cursed. I've been trapping out the Ozark, I'm already burdened. And I've been hard at work, your hoe, you just hardly working. If it wasn't for this rap shit, I'd be moving kilos. Front the bread from my connecting cop a few casinos. Used to fake it till I made it just to boost my ego. Stashing money in my shirt, they thought I grew some chichos. Oh no, I got some new wheels, uh-huh. Tired of kids, they think that we in school still, uh-huh. Play me, you gon' find out how the tool feel, uh-huh. Fuck around and you gon' find out who's real, uh-huh. Ooh, yeah, uh-huh. Zim, Zima. Who got the keys to my motherfucking beamer, bitch? I used to dream of this. I ain't that nigga you could play with, nigga. That's dangerous. Told him I was raised in the basement. Twin AKs in the paper. Take your face, rearrange it. I can turn eggs into bacon. I can serve base with an apron. Niggas been waiting to hate it. I got a beam and I'm anxious to raise it. Room right past you. Cops keep following a nigga. That's bad news. I don't like hassles. Suck it down, Remy, and I'm feeling like Pat Poop. So I don't crash you. Little bird bitch with me and I call a whole Zazu. Mind your business. Fuck your opinion, nobody asks you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, this that wop wop shit. Shit'll make a nigga wanna stop, drop shit. Roll when you hit him with the clock, knock, bitch. Semi automatic, it's a nigga really think he wants static. Now, nigga, doing pop, knock, bitch. 
Week 7, Omar's Angels recap. We are brought to you once again by Two Ply for Everyone. So the Two Ply people wanted to make sure that we talked about their product. It's a fantastic product. I used it about seven or eight times over the last two days. Didn't eat very well on the weekend, so it came um, in very in very high use um, for myself. We're not joined by Andres today, but we are joined by a usual suspect, Samuel Hasty. Oh, yeah. And then Daniel Zaykowski making his podcast debut. Great Take to have you, Justin Watson. We're excited to have Danny here. Him and I engaged in a, uh, a pretty, pretty good battle this week, of which I came out the victor, but he was a worthy opponent, and I would be honored to face him again at some point down the road, maybe in the playoffs or the championship. So normally we start with just recapping things that have happened, but I think it's, it's, a, it's fair to start to this week with the game of the week because I thought it was actually one of the best – Omar's Angels games that we've ever had, despite the fact that it wasn't separated by 0.6 points. It was back and forth all night. Goldfarb came into this week, into this game. I think he was up, what, 25? Is that right? Is that 25? You're talking about into the Monday night game. Yeah. Goldfarb was up like 25, right? He was up almost exactly 20. No, it was like 28. No, yeah. it was 20, 20, yeah, 27. 27. And then game starts off in the most, in the worst imaginable way for Alex with a 84-yard touchdown pass to DK Metcalf. Um, so I have my opinion on this. I wanted to get your perspective. Um, is this Is this like the crushing blow for... AJ this year, whose team has actually looked pretty damn good over the last few weeks, and is maybe this this the this the propulsion that Goldfarb needs to move himself into a competitive spot in the league. I think we should start with Danny. I've got you know I, I've got my opinions, but I want to hear from the points leader in the league on this topic. You know, if I'm still choosing who's finishing out on top, I'm going with. AJ over Hudson, even though Hudson came out on top, big win for him, really helped the win. Like he needs that in the column, but AJ is more aggressive. And if you really want to get yourself into the playoffs, which AJ picked up DK Metcalf, he still has the heart for it. Last time I heard Goldfarb on the podcast, man was in the dumps. Maybe it's a turnaround, but I'm sticking with AJ finishes on top over Hudson at the end of the year. Yeah. But I think the question is, is like, is AJ's season over? With this yeah, loss, now I mean, two and five. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's been over. But here's I the thing: like the, he, the Danny, DK Metcalf thing helped him out of the, you know, the gutter, the very bottom. But for the playoff run, it would be insane. It's just because if you look at six, seven slots, it's myself and Vito who have like two of the highest point totals. And Our records aren't you, great. Like okay, AJ's got to figure on, himself on. out. Like. Real you lucky have, with wins. He can't. He can't depend off a point. Do you have three wins? Yeah, I have three wins. We both. Yeah, so you guys, it's six, seven, eight. Me, dude, Danny. I almost jumped Glenn this week. The only reason I didn't jump Glenn was because Cooper Cup scored a zillion points. Okay, so yeah, 
during his Hans Chubb. Man, I can't get no respect. Glenn man. Vito and I, you're, you're in there. I apologize. No respect. Well, you know. But you know what, though? Like, I thought, like, I was actually weirdly starting to get a little worried about AJ before he lost this week because he'd won, I think, two out of three or maybe two in a row. I don't remember if it was two in a row or two out of three. And, yep. and I actually think that DK trade, like, AJ fleeced twice, I think. Like, like he got because first of all, Michael Carter is not bad. He's he's got getting a ton of receptions out of the backfield, stuff like that. And he's a keeper, right? And DK is legit, right? And, and AJ got a pick, so I'm like a better pick. So I'm sitting there saying, man, like AJ got the win. I know Fournette's been good, but like if AJ won that week and now he's three and four with you, me, and Glenn Danny, like he's got a shot. So I guess so. Here's something that I'm confused about, and I. Maybe I just didn't understand the trade. I don't understand when, like, was that trade that AJ made a trade to make his team better to push for the playoffs? Or was it just a trade? I, that's what I'm confused about. I thought he addressed it on the like, last podcast. Like, he was making a push to stay out of the gutter, but obviously he's got more ambition than that. I think it was a Highland move. I think it was a, I'm going to make this move to ensure I'm not in last place. I do not like. I don't think he thinks he's got a real shot at the chip, because yeah. But but you know what though? Like, so a couple of things. Like Kyle Pitts starting to pick up some fucking steam. Like he's, I don't know if this is a two week thing, but he's not. had he's it's had not. twenty points. He's had twenty points two weeks in a row. He looked phenomenal this week. He was making one handed catches. Like, he's a wide. He's a wide receiver. He he lines up forty percent of the time he's, as a wide. He's Calvin receiver. Johnson. As a as a body type, like he's he's the he's Calvin Johnson in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Like Eli Mitchell has looked terrific since he's been mm-hmm. healthy, and Jonathan Taylor has the easiest schedule in football in the next couple of weeks. And he's like AJ's team is 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 gonna upset some people. The only big thing though is like Jalen Hurts could, could lose his job. <laughs> Dude, like, that's the craziest Jalen, thing, right? Like Jalen Hurts <laughs> is. I don't think there's ever been a bigger discrepancy between fantasy football quarterback and actual quarterback than Jalen Tim Hurts. Tebow. Tim Tebow. No, because Tim Tebow was never really good at fantasy. Like he, was, he just he was, was no he was good because he rushed he had a lot of rushing touchdowns. He was like he was serviceable. I don't you know, I honestly, he wasn't as good as Jalen Hurts, but he no, was Jalen Hurts is like a top five QB from a point perspective right now no. in fantasy. He I scores 23 like points in his sleeps. He's QB three right now. It's wild. He's actually so far won the Lamar trade. I'm pretty sure Jalen has outscored yeah, Lamar. Yeah. Um, I don't see that trend continuing, even if Jalen Hurts continues to be the Q- QB. But I, he's he's just awful. He's just not a good quarterback in any sense of the word. Yeah. Um, they also have a terrible team. Yeah, the Eagles yeah. are bad. bad. They're really bad. bad really, really bad. Um, so this was funny. AJ was when he was making his bets last week. He was talking about the weather in Seattle as a factor. He's like, it's never been a factor before, but it could be a factor. And you know what? It was a factor. Yeah. Jace, because because Myers missing that kick from forty, where the wind clearly moved it a little bit, is the reason that AJ lost this week. So maybe he shouldn't have said anything. That's the question, right? Like in the Matrix, the real question is if you didn't say anything, would that have happened? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so on to, well, there, there's a little bit more in that game that I want to touch on when it comes to awards, but I'm really happy that Dusty won because I agree with, uh, I agree with Mr. With Mr. Z. He was very down 
on fantasy, it sounded like last week. And that would have just been a crushing, crushing loss for him. Um, and a real indication that maybe everything he thinks is, is actually true. So Daniel, you currently have the most points in the league. You have the best, many would argue the best draft pick on your team, maybe two of the best draft picks. I would, I would throw Stafford in there as, as a really, 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 really sharp pick. But I think Derek Henry. You took, he picked Stafford early. Did he? No offense, Danny. Like, I mean, listen, there's, there's haters out there from day like, one, but I have the most points. I, mean, I know. Listen, like, okay, you know what? Touche. I guess I can't. And say wait, it. let me just cut this off here. I have Stafford <laughs> and Henry on my other league. Not to always talk about our leagues. Um, seven and zero, oh, uh, which is a testament to this league is much more challenging. Yeah, I'm I'm six and one in my other league, Danny. But it is also a testament to my. And draft. I'm in first place and most points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's a testament to my draft. I stuck to what I wanted. Well, I'll tell Henry you this. I, I got to give you some. I got to give you some props, <laughs> Danny. Danny, listen. Like, I tip my cap to you. I would give my left testicle to be first in points. I've never been first in points in this league. Well, I'll, I'll take a testicle. Let me just say, dude, this is hilarious. So I'm looking at your draft. You got Stafford in the seventh round. So like a little early, but you're right. It's not crazy. Like it's worked out. Good pick. It's not Higby uh, early. Ahead of them, you picked <laughs> Michael Thomas and Ronald Jones. So yeah, Ronald Jones didn't work out. <laughs> I still keeping him just because I'm bitter. I mean, I took Mike. I took Miles Gaskin in the third. So I can't talk. But it's like. This is wild, man. Our keeper league, like the our draft is nuts. When you it's think very about, tough. Like I was talking to Max earlier this week about trading picks, and a third round trick trick pick came up. I was like, you know, I would I was considering giving a superior player and swapping like a third for a sixth or a third for a fifth. And the truth is, the drop off by the third round is so significant that having a second third is is like maybe not even that valuable. I disagree with you. Damian Harris was picked in the third round. Miles Gaskin was picked in the third round. Raheem Mostert was picked, picked in the third, third round. round. No, that's fourth round. Dude. <laughs> like, who did I take? Who did I take in the third? Uh, you took Mike Evans. So good pick. Like, good pick, but that's high, right? Like, yeah, because like, but it's big, he's he's he is a fourth rounder in most saying. other leagues. Yeah, yeah. but and so like so like but a third doesn't feel like. There were some great picks. Cooper Cup was a third round pick. So like there are there are sleepers, but like Gus Edwards, third round pick. Miles Gaskin, third round pick. Raheem Mostert, right? Damian Harris. Like we talked about all these guys who are Robert Woods. Like that's he was the first pick of the third round, was Robert Woods. No, you're right. But that's what happens when 24 guys are off the board immediately. Yeah. Right? Like that that's just the nature of it. That's that's two rounds. That's I guess what I'm rounds. saying is like Mike Evans, if you get let's say you get uh, two third round picks yes. and you get a Mike Evans and a mediocre running back, right? Or maybe even you get someone like DeAndre Swift, like you get a running back, like a James Robinson or whatever, someone that fell. It's like, does that make your team? Like you're not automatically a playoff team with two third round picks in our league is my point. No, but you also have to remember that you're, if you hit on one of those really well, like a Cooper cup and you hit on the first and the second, then yeah, then, then, they yeah, are that's good point. extremely valuable. You're giving yourself more optionality with those early picks who, tend to just have a much higher like they're they're better that's why they're being drafted early i actually think like 
the dead rounds to me are between like five and seven mm. where you're taking guys that you're not reaching on as a rookie who's yeah. a relative unknown that you can get as a keeper. It's these five to seven, you know, adequate running backs, backups, Jamal Williams, Ronald you know, Jones. <laughs> Ronald Jones, probably <laughs> exactly. Like Ronald Jones is a perfect example. He's on the of board, that. by the way, anybody wants them. No one wants them. <laughs> but if someone gets hurt, then maybe that's that's that could be a conversation. Well, don't um, don't become a Highland out here, Danny. So, when uh, when's <laughs> Danny? When's Gronk coming back, dude? When's our boy back in the lineup? I don't know. Fourth round Higby. He's just still in the slot for right now. So, Danny, I do have an over under question for you, and it's I'm just gonna like, it's actually it's not an over under. It would be it would be a comparison. I'm trying to even think what I'm trying to say right now. I had it in my head and now I completely forgot. But Sounds like it. What What is greater? The amount of carries that Derrick Henry will have this Sunday or the amount of cigarettes you smoked per day in Greece? <laughs> per day? No, yeah, the carries by Henry. Overall cigarettes, I was at having at least two a day. One after every meal. So helps with digestion, you know? Interesting. And and how are you? How are you liking? Did you just go to Greece or did you go anywhere else? Just Greece. Uh, but I do want to tell you, I was over there and I was trying to download the podcast list on the, on the flight back. I'm on the flight back, high the kite, eating a bunch of gummies, right? And <laughs> ripped my last couple cigarettes. You turned your Dan off, and I'm laughing so freaking hard. I don't know what what episode it was. I had like two of them lined up, and my now wife is literally hitting me because I'm kind of high and laughing super hard, which is, again, props to the podcast. She's like, you're disturbing the plane. Please stop. And I was like, ah, I'm fucking loving it. So, you know, send this every week. I, I love the podcast. I was upset we missed the one week. Yeah, we, we were also very upset. It's, it was tough to rebound, but we came back hopefully in a big way. Um, and we're, we're happy to have you on the podcast and you can do this more than once. So I'm going to toss this to a unbiased, um, well, kind of biased because Hasty will do anything or say anything um, that's against me. That's but I actually, am, I am actually asking this question. Is Henry a better running back? Yes, I would agree with that. But for fantasy purposes, would you rather have Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara? Me? Rest of season or to date? Because, like, to date, it's Henry, no question. Rest, rest of season. Like, Danny made the better pick. Right? Well, like, Sam didn't get a choice. I picked yeah. first. Incorrect. Because I didn't pick Dalvin Cook. I picked Kamara over Cook, which I yeah, also think is a pretty good fucking pick. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. But you, you, you're comparing Kamara over Henry, but you didn't get a choice. Just saying, I'm saying generally, right? Like, if you were to say at the end of the season – I am glad that I had X. Who would it be? Sticking with my sticking with my pick. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to look at one thing here. And it's it's really based off of. I mean, the guy's been crushing it. It's based off of health. Now Kamara's typically healthy, but like he's got who throwing to him. You know, Winston, you couldn't trust that. Henry, you don't you don't expect him to catch it, but you know he's going to mow down the line and get you touchdowns. So that was that's what drove my pick, and I'm sticking to it. You know. I uh, 
I think let me just look at Kamara real quick. Kamara is so fun to watch. You no, know, but you know what it is though, yeah, dude. Like, totally agree. I agree. Kamara is so fun to watch, and I also agree that this is a like this isn't a no brainer, even though Henry has it's- outscored Kamara so much. Um, not on a points per game basis, but on well on a points per game basis, but also because Kamara had the buy already. Uh, you know what though, like Kamara's schedule is, I think, meaningfully better. Like if you look rest of way, Kamara's so you got Tampa next week, which is tough, but then you got like Atlanta, Tennessee, Philly, Dallas. I don't, I don't think Tampa Miami, is as tough. I don't Carolina. think Tampa is as tough as you think because but if, yeah, because well, like I mean, Miles Gaskin porch Tampa as a running back, but like because he's a receiver, like as a as a receiver running back. Kamara, Kamara, Kamara had nine receptions for 128 yards yesterday. But you so you're at, saying you take Kamara. I think so. I would still take. At, I would yeah, still take Kamara. I would take Kamara because if you look at Henry, he's got Indianapolis this week, the Rams, the Saints, the the Patriots. He plays Houston, which is obviously, and then Jacksonville, but then Pittsburgh, San Francisco. Like there are some defenses here that I think are really good against, like good enough against the run. I think every defense you just named more afraid of Henry. So hold on. Yeah, for let sure me, they're more. Let me, they're more afraid. Let of me him. just let me just preface this by like. This is very much a blonde or brunette question, right? Like in that Starsky and Hutch scene when Owen Wilson is like, hey, what do you like, blondes or brunettes? And he's like, oh, I kind of like blondes. He's like, good, because I'll take I'll anything. I'll take whatever I can do. <laughs> <laughs> you, would, you would certainly be okay with either of these of these men either. leading your backfield. Yep. You're saying either? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. No, I, I agree. Like, listen, but uh, gun to my head, I think I'd take Kamara because of the, like, the, the passing volume. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I don't know where Danny went. Uh, I'm happy to make a bet. Oh, oh let's do some. Uh, we should, we're on the, we're on the podcast. You got you to gotta come up. You guys brought the topic up. Some late okay. pick swapping. No, that I'm not doing. Why not? Because I don't want to. Paper, bitch. I, I still think Henry's better. I just enjoy Paper watching tomorrow more. Bitch. I could not, I totally understand, but I also I love watching Henry just run through people. A different kind of entertainment. I think a lot of people are saying that actually Kamara was the better pick than Henry because I had Cook, who was supposed to go to, and I still didn't take him. I think that's what people are saying. I might be wrong. I, I don't think you're talking to people. Okay. Oh, uh, before we get into um, the awards, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Hasty, who has now rostered every single Browns running back um, this year. Yo, so yo. congratulations. What? It's awesome. It's Listen, awesome. I'm gonna find a way into the playoffs. Like I'm gonna sneak, I'm gonna backdoor my way in there somehow with with the Browns running backs, and I'm gonna start all four of them: Felton, Hunt, Durness, Chubb. They're all gonna they're all gonna start for me because because I think Fred Felton can start as a receiver, possibly, especially <laughs> if OBJ yeah. is 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 hurt, which he seems to be. Landry is yeah. What not happened to Jarvis? Great. Was there any news on Jarvis's knee? Yeah. Like it was his other knee, um, so I haven't heard anything additional. Like his other knee is the one that he hurt in the game. Um, yeah. One more thing before we go to awards, I just wanted to point out that since week one, where, as you guys know, Highland wished death upon Christian McCaffrey and his entire family, including offspring. And spouses, this man wished death and torture to the entire McCaffrey ecosystem. 
That's what he did, including Olivia Culpa. He's one in six. Hasn't won a single game. I wish um, I didn't play him week one. So just goes to show you, you know, I think it's it's maybe okay to like jokingly wish injury, but when you do what Highland did and you wish death upon an entire um, an entire family and you wish for torture in addition, and you talk about Olivia Culpo like that, you know, you're going to get what you deserve. So just wanted to mention that in case anybody decides that they want to follow in his footsteps, um, three footsteps. He's got his first two and then, you know, his cock is like dragging on the sand. Um, okay. Into, into the, uh, before we into go into the, awards, can I ask one other question of the, of the, the angels? What the fuck is going on in green Bay right now? So obviously we heard about Devontae Adams testing positive for COVID, which sucks. Do you guys hear about Alan Lazard too? Like he's close contact. Yeah. I think, I think Tuesday it sounds night, like, like there's going to so be no receivers on Thursday. Yeah. So where it's been happening for like the last probably 20 months, there's this virus it's called oh, SARS-2 sick, COVID, <laughs> and it's no, sort of like, like how, do, how, do, like, how do we like, is this, how did the they line, get COVID? The line doubled. You realize the line doubled overnight. No, like what's going to happen on Thursday night. The line doubled overnight. Do you just like hammer the, the Cardinals defense? No, like, you hammer the other side. From a betting purposes, you hammer the other side. No, I'm talking about from a fantasy perspective. Like betting in a second, but from a fantasy perspective, do you like do you play Cardinals D against the totally depleted Packers offense? Do you think if like Lazard, Adams, and let's say Jones for some reason also gets COVID, do you think Aaron Rodgers says I'm not playing? No, no. Nah. Like, goes down like Jimmy Butler's and it says, "Fuck it, I'm gonna win this game by myself anyway." And, and like, dude, like MVS is like trending as a as a MVS hasn't even been activated off of injured reserve, and everybody's like, "That's who, the only guy to pick who up." Who are you talking about, Marquez Mark Valdez Scantling? Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. receiver on the Packers because like you're you're either gonna play Randall Cobb or Marquez Valdez Scantling. Like, is anybody is anybody in our league going to pick those guys up? I'm not. Uh, now that you mention it, you're going to pick up Cobb, Danny. You're going to throw in a waiver bid tonight. Do it. I'm not going to do that. Um, like, do you just not start anybody from Green Bay? I would probably stay away from the offense. Well, what about okay? So, what about the other side? Other side of the ball. You got Arizona. Like, obviously, you play Hopkins. Do you play anybody else? Do you play AJ Green? Do you play Christian Kirk? Do you play? Up. If Aaron well, Rodgers is lined Green up, Bay is, isn't going to be isn't going to be lighting up the fucking scoreboard, so this might not be that kind of game. But if Aaron Rodgers is lining up on the other side, and then as long as he is in the game, I don't see how you don't just put up as many points as humanly possible. It might be a third quarter, they're out of the game type of situation, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't feel uncomfortable starting anyone on the Cardinals. I feel very comfortable starting their backs like Connor um, or someone like that because I think they'll get a lot of garbage time touches. So anyway, we're in the midst of these bye weeks. Last week was the toughest one in terms of number of teams, but it also leads to awards being um, and and free agent pickups and starts and sits. Like it makes it easier to make those decisions. So there's a couple of good free agent pickups. First one, and I think it's the best one in my opinion, is Khalil Herbert. Um, so Khalil Herbert was on my roster last week. I dropped him on Tuesday night because I think I needed to pick up. 
I picked up CJ Uzumata, whatever his name is, also a good free agent pickup, um, and and the New Orleans Saints defense. So this is Goldfarb paying attention. Saw Herbert available on Thursday, second round of waivers, overpaid by $19. Um, the next highest bid was $5 from Highland. He bid 24 <laughs> but must win. So you must win that bid. Put him in, started him, 17 points. That's the winner right there. That's a game winner um, for my man Goldfarb, who we'll be talking about a little bit later on in the segment. The other really good free agent pickup, and I think incredible value, was Hasty's fourth running back to, conf- to complete his infinity stone of Cleveland Browns running backs. Um, a great plug and play. I mean, dude, he looked electric. He looked electric. He did look electric, but he also I've, he also looked fabulous. I'm sitting here saying, like, do we? This is an honest question I'm having in my own head. Do I start him and Chubb together this week, just like I've been doing with Hunt and Chubb? Like, is he is he that good? Because they're like, I don't know. If you if you have another option, I would say this is the week not to do that. Because you want to see, like, you want to see how it goes with the two of them, and just play Miles right. Gaskin since since Malcolm Brown. Is, so, Danny, you're saying don't play Miles Gaskin. You're saying double double the fuck down. Oh, I have your other choice in my other league, and he's hot trash. trash. But you know, but Malcolm Brown, Malcolm Brown is out. He's on. Malcolm Brown just hit IR, and Gaskin not only scored last week, he also is going to be down a ton of points, and he's the passing down back. Like he's going to get all the passing. He he is. He is very good in a half PPR league. I just traded. I don't know if this is a robbery or not, but I traded Antonio in my other league. She's way hotter. Antonio Gibson and Aaron Rodgers for Stefan Diggs, Dak Prescott. And Miles Gaskin. I may have traded him another back. No, I think that was really it. I think I won that trade by a lot. Yeah, I think you fleeced them. Okay. Cool. So, Samuel, yes. $15 also on the Ernest is exceptional. And yeah. you, you broke a tiebreaker because that's what Highland bid as well. Yeah. And if he had bid on him and started him, he would have won. <laughs> but may I remind you, he wished for murder and torture of the entire McCaffrey clan, including Olivia Culpa. So you can't do that and expect to be rewarded. Okay. And then the final one I gave to myself for CJ, which was honestly, it was a dart throw. I just didn't have another choice. Um, Hopefully I will not be starting him this week. Um, I'll probably be starting Schultz, but we'll see what happens. I also, I mean, like secured the victory. I was just saying, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, it, it was it was it was a dart throw that I got lucky on. But when I'm playing against a fucking wagon like you, you need to get a little bit lucky. So, man, again, CJ I, CJ went berserk, huh? Yeah, but I, I three tar he had three targets, two hey, of them two, two of them into touchdowns. But still, but, like CJ had a day. So here's a question for you. I actually saw this on Barstool, and I just want like Joe Burrow is awesome. He's really really good. So there are. I think probably like 12 quarterbacks right now that are still on their rookie deal. There's Herbert, Burrow, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence. Those would be like the top five. Let's just stick with those five. Baker is like the next one, I would say, in that list, but I wouldn't put him in those top five. Okay. If you were to start your franchise today with those five quarterbacks in mind, still on a rookie contract, who would you, who would you pick? And like, what would be the order? Who are the five? 
Herbert, Burrow, Lawrence, Lamar, and um, Kyler. Kyler Murray. Like this is going to sound crazy, but you, you got to give it to Lamar. He's already MVP and he's done it year after year. So I, I'm going to start with him. And then right now, as much as I like Burrow for a long-term quarterback, Kyler's also changed the game. So I think that you go one, two, three with those guys. Trevor Lawrence, the bottom of the barrel for me. Yeah, and I, I uh, I, I, Herbert, four, which is not a bad four to be in. Kyler is questionable because he's smaller, might get hurt, but like the guy's electric. Got to get that he's line so in here once once a podcast, but he's That's electric. Twice. We've hit the electric. We've hit the electric quarter. We've gone way over for anybody who's got a side bet. <laughs> I would I would go Herbert one, personally. Yeah, no, I, I, I go would. I go Kyler one, probably Burrow to Herbert Lamar, and then uh, Jesus. Lamar is the MVP in the playoffs. Baller, yes, he he gets, he gets, gets a lot out. of hate. He gets a lot of hate. It's not that I hate him. I just think he's like I just don't know. When he loses the speed, what's he gonna be? It's not even that. It's not even like when he loses the speed. I just uh, I think Kyler is a better better passer than Lamar. Oh, I agree. But like when he loses the speed, sure, you could already have a Super Bowl under your belt. You know, that's the difference. His speed could, is an X factor. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Um, I mean, Lamar, I think Lamar gets a lot of hate. I, I'd still go Herbert. I think Herbert is just exceptional. Like, he's got a laser fucking arm. Hits every window that you can imagine. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be really good. I'm still very high on Trevor Lawrence, personally, but I would probably put him as five as well. I would put him at the back of, of those four. Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow just has so much swag, though. I mean, he's so cool. I would love to be Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> Next award is a head scratcher. I gave mm. this, there's two of them. So I've got a general, and I don't mean wait, to pile on to Weiss, wait, but I've- th- This is not going to be linked to the toilet bowl. I almost want to get my toilet bowl out of the way. I can't prepare with I one thing. I didn't do a toilet bowl. But oh, if you would like to- no, But let's, let's talk toilet bowl. Danny, give us yeah. what you got. What do you got? Uh, toilet bowl, it's the bomb squad. Guess, yes. guess, their, high, guess their highest scorer this year. This, this past week, everybody included. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I know, no, I know who it was. Wait, hold on, don't don't say that loud because I remember looking at this and thinking, "Oh my god, what a shit!" It's show. like Magus back in office. Their, it was their ISIS kicker. is fucking hiding their, in the hills again. It, it was their kicker, Young Ho. The craziest, the craziest thing wasn't that Young Young Ho was the number one scorer to me. The craziest thing was their best position player scorer was Devonta Freeman. Who he started yeah. at the last second, like over Mo Alley Cox. Like, was... Yo, Mike Davis sucks. One or point. maybe that sucks. he's terrible. He's he, he he should not be even on that roster at this point. Also, like, at, what point at what point are we worried about Calvin Ridley? Like, is it, is it is Calvin Ridley a full like mm. bomb squad? Is not the team to beat, and I don't think it's close. Like, I think. I think Bomb Squad in the power rankings might be fourth or fifth. Like they might be fighting for their last playoff. Class. I think they're uh, they're five or six. I, I I I don't know. I got them this week, dude. My well, they, goal. They have, Dak Prescott's really good. Like I think when Dak yes. Prescott's healthy, Kelsey's obviously a man among boys. Aaron Jones is still really dangerous. Like I think, I, I think there's lots to like there. Ridley, I think because dude, Kyle Pitts is 
Julio Jones right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. He could, it, the fact that they're going to need to cover him and maybe double him could lead to Ridley emerging again as like that really good number two. The other but, thing is Mike know. Williams. Like, the other thing, like, they have the, I think at this point, the best value pick of the draft has been Mike Williams. I, like, I don't know. That. I don't know where they drafted him. Like, I mean, I, I would love pushback. Like, maybe you guys think there's another player that's been. Uh, I think Jamar Chase has been pretty close to wide receiver one. And yeah, okay, he's so a Mike, pick. Mike Williams was picked it. Mike Williams. Well, wait, guys. Look, listen, we got a pile. As much as we want to give bombs out the excuse, they had a lot of outs, a lot of injuries. They are the toilet ball of the week. That's a oh, fact. Yeah. Oh, they, sure. they are 100. percent so, and, you know, last that. season, we would never see it coming. Beginning of this season, you mentioned they haven't lost a game in a season and a half. It just, it's just nice to see the table turn. Yeah, it is. And I think we can attribute that to Joe Biden. Thanks, Joe. Um, so Weiss's, Weiss's waiver game is, is a head scratcher. So I was thinking of a parallel to draw. And it's not really a parallel, but last year at this time, Bomb Squad had about $94 left in their waiver budget, and they had, were just an absolute wagon. Weiss has $88 left in his, in his bank account, which means he's just not bidding or he's bidding not even close to the right value with a roster that is, quite frankly, putrid. He didn't even bid on Herbert or Dearness Johnson, and he started – a Street Brown, A St. Brown. My my uh my Siri comes in as A Street Brown. Um and Niall Hines. How? Because how do you not even bid under Ernest Johnson or Khalil Herbert with those two in your starting roster? I, I, I don't I don't get it. And I don't mean to pile on because I know the big guy is He's trying, and he's had a really he's had a really tough go of it. Is he is he though? Like, is he trying? Maybe not. I think that's a fair question. I got to give him a slight excuse. I think he was like in Cabo or something for the for a wedding this weekend. But like, the crazier thing is, this guy won Manager of the Year, year one. You know he knows football. The guy's dedicated to the game. But is he trying? Like, I'm with you. I I don't know. Without a bid, it's crazy. We'll have to get him on. And, and hear what he has to say. I'd like to have him defend himself at some point. And then the other head scratcher of the week was the man who wishes murder and torture upon the McCaffrey clan, starting the New York Jets defense. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> who I, that was wild. I just don't quite get that. I don't think anybody expected them to give up 54 points to the Patriots, but at this point, I don't think you can be starting anything related to the New York Jets at any point. And that minus nine is the reason that he, he lost the week. Um, is it? No, he would have. No, he, he lost by, he almost yeah. got doubled. He put up 73 and Yanni put up 133. My mistake. So it wouldn't have mattered, but it was still a really, uh, a, a weird moment. So last thing before we go into the questions from the group, which none of us have seen yet, and I'll, I'll share the screen to go through that. I'm giving manager of the week to Goldfarb for a couple of different reasons. So first and foremost, a phenomenal pickup of Khalil Herbert and inserting him into the starting lineup. And then 
I really do think benching Lockett and Fields were not the easiest of choices. Maybe Fields because he's playing against the Bucks, but like those are tough choices, especially Lockett to leave him off off your starting roster. And he made both those choices. It resulted in him getting the win because both those guys didn't do anything. Um, so shout out to Dusty for a really sharp week of, of managing his, his fantasy football team. Okay, questions. This is a new segment. We'll try to do this maybe on a three-week basis. All right. You want to start from the top, guys? I would love to. Do you want, do, Danny, I think as the honorary member, you should ask the question. Yeah, uh, so – Question number one, can the class of 07 be banned from making trades forever? <laughs> we'll turn to, to Berg for, for the first answer. I would say no, because it's been so advantageous to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty simple. We're all happy about it. Yeah, I don't think that should be banned from making trades. I think people that think that should probably try to do some deals with them. I'm guessing Kevin put that in there. He's <laughs> not happy about playing Lamar twice. No, but he, he beat me, so it didn't really matter. Um, this is just – I don't even know if I want to read this one because it's, it's, it's not right, but who is most likely to come out of the closet in 2040? <laughs> I don't get that. Why is that not right? I don't know. Like, it's like whenever – whoever wants to. I don't, I don't really care about that. But that like, let's, let's think <laughs> – <laughs> it's got gotta be glenn yeah i'd say glenn i'd say glenn is 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 good I'm trying to andrew, think who andrew else bell? andrew bell could andrew bell. elijah could <laughs> finally mariano <laughs> Guglielmo, finally could, <laughs> we've got <laughs> okay wait i'm gonna read number three <laughs> Why i think this is you... directed at danny <laughs> No, I think this is directed at Burke. Yeah, I would say it's probably why, directed at Why me. are you such a bitch? <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, I think I always felt like I needed to prove myself. Um, and in some situations, I just decided to go with the flow and go with the crowd and do that. And maybe that's why I'm such a bitch. I blame my dad. I blame my dad for never complimenting me. How's that? Okay, I got the next one. Okay. Devontae Adams has COVID. No question here. Just wanted Hasty to have to read this. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's fantasy so cruel. I'm sitting here fighting for my life at three and four. Fighting for my fucking life. I'm fighting for my life. And y'all killing me with this shit. I, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. There you go. I'm done. Okay. Um, if you could swap teams with someone right now, who would you choose? This would be your team moving forward into next year as well. Good question. question. Good question. Thanks for taking I, it seriously. I think we should start with Danny. Uh, I'm quickly looking at the top of the league, and uh, I don't know everyone's keepers and stuff, but if I'm basing off of what's just happened, probably taking Berg's team. The dude has been on fire. He had two first-round picks. It started off a little slow. I mean, do, we're saying we get to keep those picks for next year, right? Like we don't Berg's, get the Berg's keepers are pretty weak, though, right? Like he's but I'm not, I'm not saying like you keep the way the question reads is that you keep that team for next year, right? Yeah, I think so. 
So mm-hmm. I think I'm taking Berg's team at, just based off of him kicking my ass this last week, and he probably had the highest points total over the last three weeks. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, Berg's, Berg's moving up. I, I was shitting on Berg's team aggressively early. I have to say, like, Berg's team is moving on up. Like, no question, you're one of the best teams in the league. But, Danny, I'd take your team. Um, I don't know who your keepers are, but, like, first of all, I'm pumped for when Watson gets back. Um, I, I'm going to uh, start him and no matter what. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm su- I just love the fact that Gronk's on your roster. And I think Derrick Henry's the best player in football. So, like, it's uh, – Danny, I really, really like your team. Yeah. I mean, if I was to take one team at this point, I still probably think I would take um, – I would take Heller's team for the rest of the year. I just generally really like his roster. Yeah, I guess with Eckler, like with, between Eckler and the man, that Cordero Patterson has to be the pickup of the year so far, right? Like the yeah. waiver wire pickup of the year. Uh, I'm so pit- I got outbid by two bucks as I've complained about on this podcast. And you I'm get so you get pissed. McCaffrey back next year for like two yeah. games because he's he's good for two games a year. And Antonio Brown, like I, I think AB. I had AB in the eighth in my other league, and I couldn't like he's a he could be a league winner with how good he is on that long term. Long term, Kev, this year I think I might choose Berg. Okay. Yeah, but I don't like again. I don't know how I'm reading this question. Like, I don't know if I'm reading it as this year, and then you keep that exact same roster for next year. That's um, how I read or, it. Or if it just has to do with keepers. So yeah, I, I would still probably go with Kev because I think Justin Jefferson's a really good keeper. Um, but I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure. I think it's a, it's a, it's a good question though. Follow-up question is why is Vito in the league? <laughs> um, it's a terrific question. Get him out. Uh, I mean, he's, he's Glenn's proxy. So <laughs> if we get rid of Vito, then we get rid of Glenn. And I don't think we want to do that. That's pretty simple. Pretty rude. Okay. Danny, you want to take this one? Who of the angels is most likely to go to prison? Well, Weiss has already been in Jets jail, right? He's the only one that's actually has, has anyone been, actually been in prison in this league? Um, has anyone actually gone to jail? That's a that's a. I, I know right I know the answer, but I'm not sure if I should disclose it publicly. <laughs> well, let me say this: I know the answer is yes, but I don't know if I should disclose details publicly. I've been arrested two separate times. <laughs> Okay, Danny disclosed it for me. <laughs> so you've been. So you. I've spent several nights in Central Bookings. <laughs> for just being shit faced. GTA. No, now. but thank God Bernard Gifford has saved my tight white ass. <laughs> and that's, that's Mr. Gifford to everybody out here, Captain or whatever title he's got. Wait, I need you to elaborate. You need to go into detail. That doesn't get recorded out here, Sam. There's, you know, yeah, the stories yeah, that that yeah. come in person stories that go on record. I'm sure okay. Roventini spent at least one night in the tank. 100%. There's just no way. That's too much. Um, who would go into – so maybe – so who would go to jail? Who's most likely to commit like an actual felony would be another question that I would, would want to know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Vito has been like the point man laundering money for the New York you – know, for God knows what for I'm sure a decade at this point. Yeah, maybe we have to go white collar, right? So who of the angels is dealing with the most money from institutional investors right now that could be doing a little dirty work, a little side work? 
um, with their Excel spreadsheets? Would no it be, comment. yeah, I know one already works for a criminal um, who <laughs> owns the Mets, um, but we won't go into that. Um, I, I, you got to turn the mirror on. Hasey's fucking moving to Eastern Europe, bouncing around the Memphis up, and he's traveling around for a reason. He's following the money. Yeah, what are you doing, man? Are you a drug mule? Hey, can I actually, so I, I found out today that in Van, just outside of Vancouver, in this little town called Chilliwack, there's a compound that has a fence around it with armed guards in like lookout posts, similar to what you'd see in a prison for the largest, basically like the kingpin of the largest drug moving operation in North America. Authorities that are looking into this guy apparently say that he, like his operation is three times the size of the amount of weight that El Chapo has moved in his career. Like it's cause he brings in, like, it's insane. I just, I, there's a book about it that this, this guy, suggested to me today at one of my meetings i can't wait to fucking dive into this thing dude that shit is so fascinating to me how like these drug businesses particularly the ones like chapo and the one that you're alluding to right now escobar like these are these these would be businesses that would be top 50 businesses in the entire world if they were traded publicly from a revenue perspective did how you much money that up or like how do you know? No, I mean, dude, okay. there was a point where Pablo Escobar was making $500 million a week. No, he was I don't f- believe that to be true. Look it up. That's a, that, that's a so true that's, statement. That's $2 billion a month. Look yeah, it okay. up. Yeah, that's a monstrous amount of money, but I could see how that's possible. Yeah. Unfortunately, the way that you go out in that game is either in jail or you get shot yeah. and killed. Yeah. So that's the downside of being a drug trafficker. This yeah, question, Vancouver is a super hot spot for, for like big Mondo drugs because all the, all the Asian stuff comes in mm-hmm. through this port. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. A ton of, apparently a ton of money, money laundering through the real estate market and through the casinos here. Is there a lot of like Indian reserves or yeah. is there just, okay. Interesting. This question, I'm actually trying to figure out who wrote this. There's only two, there's three, there's three people that could have wrote this. It's do you miss Trump yet? So it's either Rose, Glenn, or Ian Goldberg. Those are the only three people that could have written this. <laughs> Ian I think, writing I it. think Danny, Danny could have written it. Danny, did I didn't get this? the questionnaire. I thought the questions were actually towards me. So I, I didn't come looking for them or submit. But oh, my answer okay. is no, because Bomb Squad sucks now. It's great. Mm. Yeah, that's probably been the biggest shift. Um, I, I don't know. This is not a political show. I, I don't. I don't care. I haven't. I, I. I will say that I have not followed politics since Biden has taken office because it's not as interesting. So, yeah, Trump was a lot more interesting and a lot more fascinating to me than but to, puppet. Talking from a fantasy perspective, nope, because bomb squad's worth right now. So that's all that matters. Yep, I would agree with that. That's been a positive. And then the last question is: Hey Berg, with two first-round picks. Why does your team still suck so much? Great question. Inaccurate statement. My team does not suck. I'm an absolute wagon. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate the confidence. I really do. Thank you. I don't okay. know if I agree with you, but like, good for you for, for feeling that way. I wish I felt that way about my team in the city. I don't. All right. We are in two bets. So last week we all went four and two. AJ's 19 and 11 total. I'm 15 and 15. Got myself back up to even. Hasty's 14 and 16. Game one. 
Actually, yeah, we'll do this. We'll start. Can with we this. get can we get Hasty's game on here as well? Like, I think I think my game deserves to be on here because I'm on the show. You want to do four? Picks? I want to do four. I want to do four. Well, no, we're we're gonna do three. You can just tell us what you think about your game. You want to start no, I there? I want you guys to pick two. I've already done all the stuff and the math, and I don't want to go. I'll in do this. To... I'll do the stuff while you guys start picking. Okay. So I'll do. This okay. Stuff. Okay. I've got Justice for Watson. Minus four versus Glenn's genius team. Over under is 240. From what I can see on Yahoo, it doesn't look like there's going to be any changes. So this is what the rosters will look like for this weekend. I will start. I can't pick against DZ at this point because I really do think his team is a wagon. I think he ran into a buzzsaw this week, which is which is okay. But he still put up 133 points. Derrick Henry had a down game which for him means throwing a touchdown pass and rushing for 95 yards. And he still put up 17 points. So in this game, I'm going to be going justice for Watson minus four. And I'll take the under in this one. I think 240 is slightly high. I don't know if the, I don't, I don't know if Danny's going to put up another 133, um, but I definitely don't think Glenn is going to put up anywhere near 120. So I'm going to go, Danny went in this game 120 to about 104. Okay, so you got you got Danny and under. Yep. Okay, Danny, where are you at on this one? I'm taking myself because, you know, something's got to break, even though I'm three and four at the most points. And I'm taking the over because I think Vito's team is, is decent. I mean, it's dangerous. Okay. So sure. DZ is going DZ plus over aj sent his picks in he has got danny and over as well okay uh-oh everybody picking dz well this yeah i was gonna say this is a terrific matchup for me because i'm directly behind both of these teams so if i find a way to sneak out a dub against max i'm moving up in the standings regardless um okay so i'm pumped about that um i agree that danny's team is dangerous stafford gets houston DJ Moore gets Atlanta. You know, I, I mean, I, I think Connor's a great start against Green Bay. Um, so I, I think Danny's team is going to do really, really well. And uh, I, I hate that this is the case, but I am taking Danny. And I am going to take the over. All right. So you guys don't record the guest picks. I'm just curious their outcome in the end, too. I could probably go back at the end and figure that out. Um, but I have not done that to this point. You can do it on your own. My dog just farted his butt right next to my face. It's fucking brutal. Speaking of farting, I was sitting next to some dude on Metro North who was farting the entire fucking way back to Connecticut, an hour and a half. It was just awful. And he was pretending he was sleeping. It, it was just so, it was just egregious. Mm-hmm. It, it was terrible. Disgusting smelling farts too. Yeah. Like yeah. not ones that you could not pay attention to ones that every time it hit my nostril, I was just like, what the fuck did you eat, dude? Yeah. How much cauliflower can you eat in a day? Yeah. My dog's butt smells a lot like, like intense farts right now. It's just tough. Nice. What does your dog eat? Uh, venison. Mm. Often, often venison. Occasionally he'll mix in um, some other things like, uh, um, uh, kangaroo. Yeah, kangaroo. Kangaroo and, ven- kangaroo and venison are his primary meals. 
I think we probably use the same dog food brand because I believe that my That's dog also. Oh, does he uh, eat like the, the real thing? Uh, yeah, he eats actual like cooked kangaroo and venison. Um, have you ever tried it? Have you ever have tried not, it? I've not, I should, I want to, but I've never tried it. Um, and, uh, and it's, uh, he gets about two pounds a day or no, no, sorry. Three pounds a day. Where do you draw the line on animals that you'd eat? Like if you were in Vietnam, would you, I think, I think that's a terrific question for another time. Cause it's late. Okay. Puerto Rican paisanos minus eight and a half versus Ocho Cinco de Finco Man, over under week. 240 and a half. So a couple things while you look at the line um, and I can pull it up as well, but Highland needs a tight end plus a defense. There's not a ton out there, particularly if he misses on a tight end. He's likely going to be going after Tanyan, which I'm sure that there's a bunch of teams right now that don't have tight ends. Um, so they're probably going after the same, the same guy. Um, and that is pretty much it on that. It is AJ minus eight and a half over under is 240. Let me go to the actual matchups here so that we can see what these guys are rostering. DZ, why don't you kick it off? Eight and a half a lot, but I got to ride AJ. I mean, the guy's being competitive week after week, and you also need to ride that Highland is wish death pond, nice people. He did do that, which was pretty messed up. So what are you going? You're going so AJ? I'm taking, I'm taking uh, AJ and the under. Add that in for you, Samuelson. Uh, yeah, so this is a tough one because I think I think Highland has Highland has eighty fat, so I think Highland is going to get Tanya. Um, and uh, that's going to make this quite a uh, quite a game. You picked AJ there, Danny. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and what? Give me some justification there. Why did you pick AJ, Danny? I just I just said it basically. AJ's been pretty competitive week over week. He made the big trade at Metcalf, and Highland has bad juju. Yeah, and, and Metcalf's playing Jacksonville this week. Jerry Judy's back. JJ or Jonathan Taylor gets Tennessee. I agree. I think AJ is going to wipe the fucking floor with uh, with Ocho Cinco de Cinco. Um, yeah, and, and I will take the over because I think Nixon's going to run all over the Jets, and I think you know you'll see. You'll, I think Kyler's going to have a good game against the, the Packers. I think you'll see some some points put up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at this as well. And even though the spread has it at eight and a half, when I'm putting in the defense and I'm putting in the tight end that Highland's going to have plugged into his roster, Kyler Murray is obviously a weapon, but he's he's projected for 30 points. So a 30-point game for Highland doesn't really help him in terms of getting over the initial projection. I think Antonio Gibson is very, very, very injured on a very, very bad team. So he, he just has not looked very good this entire year. Joe Mixon could run all over the Jets, though. Like, that could be a 30-point output for Joe Mixon because the Jets are just god-awful. But, yeah, Judy coming back. Pitts has been an absolute stud. Metcalf still has to play with Geno Smith. So, Jesus Christ. And Jalen Hurts is the worst – regular QB of all time, but the best fantasy QB of all time. So he'll probably put up another mid 20 to, to low 30 spot. Um, so I'm going to go AJ um, and I'm going to go under, because again, I just don't think Highland's team is, is, is very good. Um, hey, Steve, what did you say again? 
AJ and over. AJ over. And then Berg, AJ plus under. And I'm pretty sure AJ took himself, but let me just make sure here. Uh, him in the under, so I'm with AJ there, riding the hot the hot hand. All so, three of you are, are AJ in the under. You guys don't like the over here, huh? Yeah, everybody's picked the exact same teams as well. We're going all favorites, which is pretty soft, but it is what it is. Cooler heads prevail, minus 13 and a half versus a quarantine Barkley. Over under is 232 and a half. So the god, Justin Tucker, is on by for Heller. <laughs> um, and I imagine Weiss will likely try and pick up a defense since his current defense is the Giants who are projected at minus three. But based on his track record, who the fuck knows whether or not he actually will pick someone up. So that's that game. Um, I'm happy to kick things off. I think that's just a big number. I think Weiss is getting Saquon back, it looks like, this week. Is that true? I hope they projected for 14. I hope hope Saquon is not back and I can trade him. Devontae Booker. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think you would have to take that trade, right, at this point. So what – I'm just looking at Weiss's roster. So if – if he's back, then that would be good. Fournette has been excellent. Tom Brady just throws for five touchdowns in his sleep No, but he's got week. New Orleans. Like, I don't think Tom Brady's going to have a big week. You think New Orleans defense is that good? I think it's that good. I think it's in New Orleans. I think New Orleans will show up, and I think this will be a much tighter game than people think. That's, this was like that game from last year that you were so happy about when New Orleans oh, kicked God, the living the shit out of the box. That's the coolest thing I've watched in a long time. <laughs> You're telling me that the Bucks, sorry, New Orleans kicked the shit out of Brady last year. Yeah, remember that sixty-eight? It was like thirty-eight to three. The game, Brady no, had the worst game. Throw your mortgage on Brady, then that guy doesn't forget. Yeah. Good point. He's coming for the throat. Yeah, good point. And I got to think that they're going against Jameis. The Bucks are. Yeah. Um. So Jameis could be in store for a very, very miserable game. Yeah. Um. But anyway, as it relates to the pick, um, I'm gonna take Weiss to cover. I just think the number is too big. I think if um, I think if Saquon comes back, I think he will have a big game because I don't think the Giants are as bad um, as people think. Daniel Jones is getting better and better each week. Um, and I'm going to take the over. I think both teams can definitely show out this week. Um, so I'm going to take Weiss plus the over in this matchup. DZ. Yeah, sound logic. The spread is spread is a lot. I don't know. You you look at the other side of the table though. As much as I want to see Brady throw up five touchdowns on him, you got Allen versus Miami, Woods versus Houston. Kevin seems to throw up some points. It's missing the god though. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna follow you, Berg. Actually, okay. I think Kev wins the game, but it's a big spread. So I'm, okay. I'm taking I'm taking Weiss and the over as well. And on to just Samuel. Yeah, I know Brady doesn't forget, but I think New Orleans is good. I think their defense is very good, um, and uh, and he's got two starters that are pivotal to his success. Keenan Allen's got to play New England, which is, I think, a, like a solid defense. Um, I'll uh, I'll take Kev, 
and I will take the over. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, I don't know how you came up with the spread. So I'm going to double check your math because it feels like you're just giving yourself an opportunity to cover. No, look at it, dude. <laughs> dude, look at right now. Max is projected to beat me by more than 20. But you don't okay. have a tight end. Exactly. And you don't That's have why a, I, a tight end. A tight end is going to give me five points. Right. But then you're going to plug in like, let me see your team. I've plugged someone in already and I'm projected. I was projected to lose by 30 before I plugged in someone for that. For the he, he's he's, oh, he's actually not wrong that. here. Okay. So the spread on this game, this is the biggest spread of the week um, that we're betting on, at least. Uh, We've got I think Yanni. The Titans got to be 10 points. You can't say five. What? It's not, look, it's look, not, look at, not, look at what's on with, the wire. Not with what's on the wire. It's all dog shit on the wire right now. Tight like, ends. Every, yeah. every mediocre tight end is on someone's roster at this point. And Hooper? Hooper sucks. Hooper. Okay. Hooper's projected to score 5.35 points this week, Danny. So, yes, I can pick up Austin Hooper, and I can throw in 5.3 points to my 98 projected points right now. Yeah. So, we've got Yanni Bangs minus 17.5 versus DeErnest Hunt's Chubb over under 225.5. I will start. Uh, you've been competitive all year, so I'm just not – that spread is just too monstrous for me not to take you. So – I'm going to take Yanni Bangs minus 17 and a half. I changed my mind. Plus okay. the such a big number. Got to take the over. I mean, Rose beat me by 42 weeks. I'm ago. taking the under. I changed my mind. I took the under. Okay. What, what, why, why the under? So when I used to gamble and lose all my money, um, Whenever there was a spread that was this big and I would do a parlay, my, my brain would always tell me, if you're picking the favorite, then the assumption is that the other team is just not going to score a ton of points because you think the favorite is going to score the amount that they're projected. So I would always go under in those type of situations. Mm. Sound logic. Thank you. Hey, Steve. I'm exhausted. Yep. As you should be. Um, I'm going to take myself. I think that my team is not going to be well-equipped this week, but I got a feeling that they're going to show up. I got a feeling that Christian Kirk is going to score two touchdowns on Thursday night. It is very possible. It is very possible that Christian Kirk could score two touchdowns. It's also highly likely that Christian Kirk should have two touchdowns, but the ball bounces off his stone hands in the end zone. Um, and you had what could have been with Christian Kirk. He doesn't have good hands. He doesn't catch the ball. Because he had four catches on five targets last week, five on eight the week before, five on five the week before that, touchdowns in each of the last two weeks. I'll shut up. You're right. You win, I lose. Um, So I'm going to take myself. I think Miles Gaskin is going to catch a ton of passes against Buffalo. I think Chubb is going to get in the end zone. so I'm going to cover. Um, I also think that it is going to be because I put up a ton of points. Um, so I'm also going to take the over in this game. Okay. DZ with the final pick. And then we'll add AJ's in at a later date. He is in class yeah, def- right now. 
I'm starting off with the under. 17 points with so many. Is Mahomes even alive? Thought he, I thought he got rocked. He got his yeah, belt I was rocked. really, really, really hoping that he wouldn't start this week, but I think he's going to start. He had his fucking bell rung. He didn't know where he was after that hit. That actually looked pretty scary. I got to take the under and, and Hans Chubb with the points. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, Danny. That's what I need. That's you the taking the under? I need going in the fucking taking the yeah. under. Under right. and Hans Chubb. All right. Well, that is it for this week. Pretty long show. I think the questions bit was uh, was good. I think we'll I think we'll we'll keep that in the rotation. Um, we won't do it next week. I don't want anybody to uh, to struggle with questions that they need to ask us. But anyway, another great show. Another great week. I look forward to my competition this week. I hope everyone's team outperforms their projections, and we'll see you next week. It was an honor. This was terrific, guys. Terrific. I had a I had a great time. I had an awesome time. Deuces. Appreciate it. I had a Bugatti and then I woke up on the track. I had a couple of friends I left in the past because they don't do nothing but cap. I know a couple of niggas that don't know the business and they don't do nothing but rap. Fuck it, I guess I just shut up and drive. I got me a Beamer, I'm running the lap. Zima, who got the keys to my motherfucking Beamer, bitch? I used to dream of this. I ain't that nigga. Yeah. Put me inside of a room with niggas you think that are better than me. I crush them inevitably and leave them as dead as can be. They go to any nigga who's stepping to me. They all come second to me. My words are weapons in me. I burn a second degree and get it. And I'm sick of any nigga the second I got a sick in the shiver. And even riddle and take it, riddle and take it.